amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, you're loving them too. There's such a round on W4CY. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. Somebody already used the words Aurora Borealis, gallons of rubbing alcohol. I don't believe anything you say Like potential Plenty of that shit anyway This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio and our next guest really excited about because I have to say right off the bat before bringing him on their new single like absolutely blew me away and if you listen to my interviews you know I'll say I like something but I rarely ever say something blows me away. So I'd like to welcome to the show Charles from Dirty Cakes. Hey, buddy. Thank you so much. That is quite the endorsement, and I will 100% take it, man. I 100% agree with you on that thing. Like, you got to be a fan of what you're doing. If you're not a fan of what you're doing, if you're not blown away by what you're putting out there, then, like, why are you going to do it? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think this new single, In the Garden, it, like, I think part of what blew me away is I didn't expect it in the respect of it is a little different than some of your other music. And so, you know, when you go into something expecting one thing and then something else comes out, it's like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, well, thank you. You know, I think you can be 20 shades of the same color of gray all day long, but that's not exciting. You know, like, I don't know if you've ever been to a show, and and I will say this, I will often come away from shows and I'll be like, man, that band had a great song, but it lasted for 45 minutes. Like, they might have had, like, a 12-song set, maybe 15. Like, they may have gone on for far longer than they should have. But if there's not any dynamics, if there's not any change, if there's not any color and and contrast, then it gets really boring really, really fast. I mean, look, there's a few bands that have been extremely successful with basically one thing, like ACDC. Love them. They've got two speeds, right? They got Bonds, like (laughs) Bon Scott and Brian Johnson. They're basically third and fourth gear, but always going to, you know, 55 miles. Like, that is 
that's what they're doing. You know what I mean? And I love them. But my point is, you know, we put out more than a couple of things. And when we do the live shows, if you're at nine all the time, 10 doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. If you're just doing something at people all the time and you never get them the chance to kind of come down and engage and, 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 and get into something with you, then, you know, that's just not exciting. And, and you know, when we play this song live, usually ends with me jumping off of the stage into the crowd, like doing, doing the guitar solo in the middle of the mosh pit. Like I have 100% ended this song, throwing my guitar across the floor, dragging it, like doing all, like it is so fun because it's like a visceral thing far more than just like, well, that's a fun hook or far more than just like, wow, that, you know, guitar tone is cool. It, it, it or, you know, whatever, like, Oh, I like that drum, but it is, it's a vibe. Right. So it's this mantra around this experience. And when we do this, this was like our closing song in the set live. Um, and sometimes it would be like a five minute song. Sometimes it would be like a 12 minute song because there's this sense of improvisation and and, um, you know, a bit of a trance to it. Like, I don't know if you're I mean, I'm sure you are, but people that listening may or may not know. But like, you know, there's this song by the doors called The End. And oh. I love it. And there's this, you know, there's some really great live versions of it. And like, there's this one where like, you know, Jim's got these like church bells and he's saying like, you know, bring out your dad, bring out your, and it's like 15 minutes long. And for every second of it, you're just like, oh my God, I'm on this journey. Like, this is exciting. Like you're enthralled because there's a vibe, there's an energy, there's an interplay with the audience. And I feel like so many people make the mistake of sitting in their room doing something that, you know, they write a song about, you know, some guy or some girl. It's something that means a lot to them and they feel really proud of it and they play it at people. And then they want like, then they want to be, you know, praised for it. And I don't know about you, but I don't go to shows to have something happen at me. Right. Like I listen to music. I experience art. I, I go to shows and whatnot to, to have an experience to engage with something. And yeah, I feel like that's what this is really about. This all came from, you know, it, it evolved organically over a, lo- uh, over a lot of live shows of being just like, okay, cool. How do we pull people in? How do we push? And that's where, like, when it gets really quiet, it's just like, well, we did that at a show. Cause, like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, let's just break this way down for a second. And, uh, you know, taking cues from, like, God is in the radio by going to the Stone Age where it gets really down and then it, and then it blows up, you know, and uh, taking cues from just a lot of different music and a lot of different art of, of it's how so, can you show a it's, rainbow? It's you know? so funny what you just said because I wasn't even going to bring up in the interview and now I am. So I was going to say this song, first of all, the song, what I love about it is it's old school musicianship where back in the day bands took you on a journey. You know, it, your, the song was like taking on a journey, and that's what I felt. But I was going to say to you, this song sounds to me kind of like, you know, a Pink Floyd meets Queens of the Stone Age. Well, that is an incredible compliment, and I'll 100% take that and try to, you know, I, I mean, I'm good. I feel like we can call this a day now. Like, I mean, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do to feel any better with my day. Like, I'm going to just go to bed. Like, you know, George Costanza, you know, I'm out. Uh, and I'll be honest, like, the records that we make and the recordings that we have are really built around the live show, right? Like, it's a live 
expand. This is not an exercise in pull up the metronome and let's do some stuff that makes sense on, you know, the mathematical equation of this chord versus this chord, or here's a song. I wish we wrote it. Let's rip it off and take credit. It is, you know, however the song starts, what's on vinyl or what's on tape is very much this amalgamation of lessons from being on stage and from playing shows and figuring out like making enough mistakes in front of enough people and really figuring out like what ebbs and flows and and that's where this really comes from and and to be honest like part of the reason it sounds like you know there's a lot of queens of the stone age element is because we recorded at rancho de la luna with with dave catching i mean it was recorded in the same room on the same equipment as you know rated r and songs for the deaf and, and, you know, the same producer and engineering team. So, like, there is absolutely a reason why it has that. There, there's, you know, there's ghosts out in the desert, man. There's an energy out there. And, like, when it's, like, 10 o'clock at night, the moon's out. And, like, you can hear animals outside and, like, the wind's blowing. And it's, you know, in the middle of the desert. And, and even though it's, like, a scorching hot day, it's ice cold. Like, there's a vibe, you know. And, and I think that magic totally transfers if you go in being open to taking that experience and, you know, part of it is like, I feel like I'm talking about why somebody should do mushrooms, but like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like there's something, there's something to being open to that. And we went in as a live band having the expectation of like, we know how to play the song, but I mean, that's one take, you know what I mean? There's no, there's no edit. Uh, there's a couple like, you know, overdubs with like one or two things, but it's, you know, like, uh, okay, well, maybe right here it's not creepy enough. I'm going to throw in, like, there's one guitar part where it lasts about seven seconds, and it's literally just a string bend on a polychorus that ends in hitting the same resonant frequency as the piano. And it just sounds like this guitar molds out of some, like, weird modulation into a different instrument. And that was just complete accident. Like, that wasn't by design, but it was just like, okay, well, that's that's cool. So there's, like one layer that literally is just just that but the performance is 100 percent. like that's the band that's the room that's the time that's the desert that's the vibe and you know it is i think your responsibility to present that honesty and i think people can tell when they're being handed some manufactured piece of artwork that lacks that clarity and then that, and that acceptance of, of what's happening. And I think if you can take in what's around you, you're going to produce something that, you know, means something. And, and I think at the end of the day, that's hopefully what we put on, what we put on wax, you know, is something that actually feels like, you know, something more than just ones and zeros and paint by numbers. Yeah. And it, you know, it's funny because, the Queens of Stone Age reference didn't come to me till I hit record. Like when I was listening to it before, like I, there was some familiarity in my brain, but I didn't put it together. And then when I started the interview, it came to me. And then you said it. I was like, wow, that was wild. <laughs> Thanks, man. You know, I'll tell you, as a big Queens of the Stone Age fan, there's a part in this breakdown of In the Garden where there's like one snare hit. And I was like, holy shit, I know that snare hit. That is three and a half minutes into like this one Queens of the Stone Age song where they break everything away and it's just like this one drop. I was like, oh my God, we had that thing. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's because we're using that snare drum in that room with those engineers in that space. And like, okay, wait, well, that's cool. And you get to like, 
so not only is it like getting to do things, it's also paying this huge homage to your influences and getting a chance to partake in that experience, which, you know, I, I think is a wildly undervalued part of artwork. Like, I mean, you look at the first Beatles record, the first Stones record, the first Elvis record, a lot of the Elvis records. You know, it, it is very much like taking what was done and and, and trying to recreate it or pay homage to it or, or, or try to express it in your own way. And I think there's just a lot of big beauty to that, where I think everybody now wants to either do this faithful recreation of a cover or be so unique that they're completely new or they ignore the listener and the fan entirely and just do whatever they want to. And I feel like there's something great in art when there are nods to things ahead of you. And when you, when people can enter and find you because of your respect for what comes before you, because that's really yeah. what it is it, more than anything is, you know, trying to stand on the shoulders of giants, but also really making sure that you tip your hat to those that got you there. Well, and you know, I look at it this way, okay? So a lot of people don't understand sometimes the difference between, like you were saying before, taking or just being influenced by. And in business, it's no different. Like, listen, the most successful people in business don't reinvent the wheel. They just take all their influences and make it better and make it their own, but they still have, there's still certain, a certain foundation. And I think that that's what it comes down to is when you're paying homage to people before you, if you're making it your own, then it's basically those people before you were the foundation. So, and then now you're building on top of that foundation. Yeah. Absolutely. And like you said, there's some queens and that's building off of Josh's earlier work with Kai's. I mean, there's 100%, like if you listen to Gardenia, like that is a fuzz desert grunge band that's also doing like jazz and like a funk band shows up. Like it's this huge, you know, big piece. And then all of a sudden at some point in time, Josh busts out like a wah pedal and starts doing like guitar licks from Shaft. Like it makes complete sense. But if you had sat down on a piece of paper and tried to say, this is what we're going to do, it never would have ended up like that. And they're totally referencing, you know, Motorhead and Thin Lizzy and Pink Floyd and the Kinks and Chuck Berry and Sun House. Like, it's all it's all there. You know what I mean? And I think that's the stuff that is really beautiful because it is as inclusive and as honest as possible and prioritizes the experience over everything else. And for what it's worth, you know, this song more than anything else that we have on the record was 100% putting that forward as this just more than anything. It's, it's like almost like an episode of Kirby Enthusiasm, right? Like there's some <laughs> concepts. There's a few words on a sheet of paper, but you could shoot it 10 times and every time it's going to come out slightly different. And every time it's just a slightly different version of the truth. But every single time, it's still honest and very much real. And I think that is, that's what we're trying to get to, you know what I mean? And I'm, I, I love that you at one point reference, you know, something that is 40 years old and something that is also, you know, contemporary. And, and I feel like that means that we really hit it home because, you know, nothing exists in that isolation. And if it does, if it is very much, quote unquote, of its time, those things don't last, nah. you know, and... 
things that are disposable, but there's value to disposable enjoyment. There's absolutely just like this thing of like, I just want to do it to experience at one time, put it on the bucket list and call it a day. But those, that's not really what I would like to think of the stuff that we're putting out there. It's not, you know, it's, it's not flavor of the week, disposable media that is effectively like wallpaper in a room or, you know, a shade of lipstick that is out of fashion in two weeks. Well, I look you know, at, it is, we're trying to be something more than that. I look at it this way. There's songs that you listen to and even like, and then there's songs that you zone out to. And I felt that In the Garden was a song that you zone out to. Yeah, instead of being something that, like, you have to pay really heavy attention to and bust out the abacus. And also stuff that's just, like, in the background. You know, one of my favorite quotes from the movie uh, High Fidelity is just, like, I just want something I can ignore. And it's not that either, right? It's not wallpaper. It is. It can be the backdrop, the setting for this mental space. And I mean, hey, look, we're, we're effectively a punk band. So the fact that this thing is over three and a half minutes basically means it's some like, you know, some version of like, you know, Iron Butterfly or Wishbone Ash, like this, like Opus, where the entire side of the album is one track. I mean, it's it's like, what, six minutes. But it does give you that opportunity to to have your own experience with it. And, and honestly, I still do that all the time, like whenever it comes on. And it's always different. I'll tell you the other fun thing. It was really hard at some point to mix and make the record because we kept getting sidetracked all the time. Because like, it would come on, and we're like three and a half minutes, four minutes in, and just like conversations occur. And like, that was, a while very frustrating, also a very beautiful thing. And we decided to just like, you know what, we're just going to get everything to where we like how it sounds. And we're just not going to orchestrate this journey. So, like, you can hear things getting louder and quieter, and that's very, very much just, well, that's how it was played, right? So there's not, like, heavy compression on something and big mixing and this big, huge, you know, there's not faders flying all over the place. It's very much just like, well, that's what makes the kick drum sound good, and, well, that's the level for the vocal, that's cool. Oh, I stepped away from the microphone a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, it, we're letting the human nature craft an ex- craft a backdrop for for you know somebody to have their own interpretation of what should happen and i feel like i don't know that that that's awesome and, and we're planning out like what the music video could be and i think we're going to really try to make an effort of not telling a story of not giving too much direction because i feel like there's a lot of lessons in that and, and when you can constrain things i mean sometimes it can go one great way like closer from nine inch nails like trent was like i kind of like the song or whatever but as soon as that video came out then it became iconic you know but so yeah and there are other music videos that do a really good job of expressing like what the vibe is but not really giving too much context and allowing the user to create their own journey so for instance like a really good example of that would be like a, a really good example of that might be like smack my bitch up by prodigy like it's this one shot tour of an S&M club in what I'm assuming is like Prague or something like that. But it doesn't actually tell you anything about the music. It's just a really interesting uh, other layer to help you craft your experience. But I, I think that there is great care taken into that. So as we really work out what we're doing, we're going to try to not give it too much direction. I think for the music video for In the Garden, what we can say is because the lyrical content does deal with biblical themes of, you know, getting your sin from a snake, right? I mean, that's, 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 you know, Eve, you know what I mean? The feminine. And then there's elements of a lot of 
you know, doubt and frustration and other pieces. Like, you know, like I've always thought that when somebody says, hey, you've got potential, they mean that in like this inspiring way. But I've always felt that like when somebody says, hey, you got potential, what they mean is you're not really doing what you should be doing right now. I've always took it more as a pejorative, maybe because I've heard it too many times uh, from people that didn't know what positively to say. So they just kind of use this throwaway thing. It's like when you go see a band play and they clearly had fun, but you didn't enjoy it. You can be like, man, it looks like you guys, you know, it looks like you had a lot of fun. Keep it up. Like that is my way of politely saying something that's not, it can be hopefully constructive and encouraging, but I don't necessarily enjoy the experience, but you can still have something to say. And so I don't know. I feel like we're going to try to cater something that speaks a little bit to the content, but does not detract from the beauty of like what you were talking about, how it can take you on a journey. And I don't want to color that journey by trying to define what it means for one person or another. Absolutely. Cause everybody has their own journey for sure. And that's what I think about this song. And what I love about it is it just, I just feel it takes me on a journey. And, and especially in times like we've had over the past uh, several years, I won't even say just the past year, the past several years, you know, we need some kind of escape via a journey through music. Yeah, I think we do. You know, I think music is super powerful, you know, and of all of the art mediums, I feel personally that like it gives you the most opportunity for creating your own experience because watching a movie, you're told a lot of what to think. And sometimes with visual art, whether it's sculpture or paintings or other things, I feel like maybe I'm not cultured enough, but I need more information than I'm given to truly understand everything that's happening. Um, like if I don't understand the motivation and I don't understand the medium and the context and everything else, it's hard for me to really get there. But an audio backdrop where I can just close my eyes and let my imagination go wild. I don't know. Maybe that's a reason, you know, making records is because that is both very comforting and also very exciting. Absolutely. So how can people uh, that don't know how to check you out on social media, check out Dirty Cakes Band on social media, and how can they check out the new music, and when the video does come out, you know, get notified of that, and just any other pertinent, great information? Yeah, primarily you can find us on Instagram, Instagram Dirty Cakes Band. We're also on YouTube, so you can check out music videos there. And, you know, we're on your, you know, music platform of choice. But So I, I always recommend people maybe check out Spotify or iTunes. And I think that's really where you can check into us. This whole year, we're actually, our Instagram is going to be a one Instagram reel a day. So it's a 15 to 30 second video of just our journey this year of getting this record out and experiencing this you know, coming out of trauma that we've all had as a society worldwide from leadership and disease to something hopefully beautiful and powerful together. So if you want to see what we're doing on a day-to-day basis, you can check that out. I'm very excited about it. I, I posted about, you know, coming on this show, for instance, and I did something with Susie Moon, our friend Susie, earlier this week. He has a great show called Rockin' Closet, which is like, you know, showing your, showing your closet and, and having some fun things. And so... But yeah, I think that would be the great place in talking about journey, talking about getting to know people, not just getting having something happen at you, but having something happen with you, really taking that not only from what we do on stage, what we're doing on record, but also in our social media efforts. And so if you want to be part of the journey, 
as you know, we're releasing a song and a video, basically every four to six weeks, a new song or a new video all year long um, and see the trials and tribulations of, you know, putting together content or being bored or being excited about lyrics or getting in the studio or making merchandise or whatever the things are, we are being fully transparent and just basically it's 365 days of rock and roll and today's day 131. And so far, some pretty good. I got to say, there have been some pretty big wins this year. And well, we're just sharing that with everybody. So find us on Instagram if you want to be a part of that. Absolutely. I think they should definitely check you out. I think they should definitely check out the new song in the garden, the whisper version. You know, it's funny what we put in our head because I had my own thing when I saw in the whisper version. I'm like, is this going to be like Billie Eilish? (laughs) (laughs) Funny enough, that is exactly what went through my head just from the whisper thing, because, you know, like her or not like her, that whisper singing she does is pretty, pretty wild to be honest. Oh, yeah. For what it's worth, she did something that was infinitely her own, and it absolutely references a million things and also is completely innovative of its own right. Like, there's totally shades of, like, Nina Simone and, you know, a bunch of other... I'm not going to try to name a bunch of names because I'll probably drop half of them and then (laughs) won't get the other half, and that's fine. But there's 100% this element that she's pulling on from a lot of stuff while also some from there's a beauty in not knowing what you're supposed to do. So you make something that is truly your own. And, you know, she's making records with her brother in a bedroom and like, it's beautiful that that happened. And, you know, she's not the first person in the last 10 years to really come up doing things that way, you know? Uh, And I think that one thing I love about, you know, pro tools and computers and everything else, this democratization of the access to creation is that you are getting new ideas and the world gets to make the choice of what they really like and what they don't. And not everybody gets a fair shot, but the cream does rise more often than not. And lover or hater, what she's doing is going to influence artists for decades. And I think that it's beautiful that a teenage girl was able to inspire people in a way that is easily re- re- repeatable. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that's going to stop some 14-year-old girl sitting on a laptop in her bedroom from changing the world. And, man, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. That's what music's all about right there. And uh, you mentioned our friend Susie. She'll be uh, sitting with me doing an interview next week for her new e- EP. So we got a lot of great stuff going on. And... Uh, I thank you for this great music because it is going to be definitely on my top of my playlist when I'm driving down the road, riding my bike, skateboarding or whatever, you know, because it is definitely that type of song. I suggest everybody check it out. Thanks for this great music and thanks for being on the adventures of Pipe Man. Well, thank you very much, Pipe Man. This has been fun. And from Los Angeles, I hope that you all are doing well out where you are. Me and the pup are going to enjoy the morning. I'm going to take this guy for a W-A-L-K. You know, I can't say it out loud too much. Otherwise, he's going to get too excited. Uh, (laughs) And I'll talk to you next time, my man. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing you live as we open up this country. That's right. Well, thank you very much and enjoy your day. You too, brother. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.